You are listening to the Wannabe Balance podcast with Crystal Escobar, episode number two, the effects of social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey everyone, welcome to Wannabe Balanced. This podcast was created to help moms find a little more balance and purpose in motherhood and business. I've been talking about this like all week long. I'm going to be talking about the mean comments that I got last week and not to create any type of drama and to like defend myself in any way. I just think that those comments that I received last week just really inspired this message that I want to share today. Also, it has really opened my eyes to cyberbullying and how it starts. And at the same time, this is kind of a topic that has been circling the internet lately. So I just felt like it's just the perfect time to really dive into this topic a little bit and share my thoughts around the effects social media can have on a person, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And before I get started, I just want to let you guys know that I just posted on my blog 14 days of love lessons for you and your family. And this has been a fun little tradition that we have done over the last few years. And I put it all together in a blog post and a free printable. Um, it's just kind of a fun way to celebrate the next 14 days with you and your family. So go to my blog, wannabebalance.com, and print out that free download. All right, the effects that social media can have on a person. I'm going to share a few experiences of my own, and then we'll kind of talk about any th- my thoughts around it, okay? So I've been using social media for over eight years, maybe even 10 years now since MySpace came out. And But over eight years now that I have been blogging and using it more of as a platform to share my thoughts and my life and my personal experiences and life lessons, because that was kind of what inspired me to start my blog, because I really felt like I wanted to share all the things that I'm learning and my thoughts and all that. So I have been on this journey for quite some time, and I'm excited to actually realize and recognize how far I've come and how much progress I've made. Because when I first started blogging, I was extremely sensitive to any kind of negative comment, and I would lose sleep over it, and I would get really worked up over it, and I'd feel like I needed to defend myself, and I'd be so frustrated, and like, why would they say that? And I had this overwhelming desire to be liked by everyone, which is something that I still struggle with, but I have for sure come a long way. I am more true to myself now than I was eight years ago, for sure. Um, I'm still working on being the most authentic I can be and being who I truly am and not worrying about the way someone is going to interpret what I say or what I do and just not worrying about the the opinions of others because that's a really hard thing. And I know it's something that we all struggle with. We just want to be so free. We, our ultimate goal is to be free of the worry of other people's opinions and just do what we want to do. And I just posted something about this yesterday on my social media, on, on Instagram. I posted 
a picture and my thoughts about how people may say that we are a bunch of narcissists because we post things all the time on social media and especially bloggers, we post probably more than the average person because it's kind of a business for us. And I think some people don't realize that there's a lot of ways you can look at blogging and we all have to remember that there are strategies and ways to go about um, reaching the most people, which is ultimately what we want to do as bloggers. We want to reach as many people as possible because you know, for certain reasons, maybe we're trying to sell something or maybe we just have a message we want to share and we want to share that with as many people as possible. So ultimately that is our goal, but really, um, we post a lot. (laughs) Bloggers post a lot and that's, that's a strategy. And that's kind of, um, if you, if you learn about blogging and, you know, think of it as a business, that's kind of what you've been taught that posting regularly is the most effective. So in, when other people look at that, they might think like, oh my gosh, they're so obsessed with themselves and their families and they just constantly posting pictures of themselves. And, um, that's an opinion that somebody may have towards bloggers or towards certain people. And I know there are many people have that opinion about me, and so I talked about this yesterday in my post, how, yes, I, I admit that we post on social media for attention. We love attention. Everybody loves attention, right? We don't post something hoping that nobody's going to see it, right? We want people to see it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be putting it out there. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I, I just think it's human nature. We love love. We love attention. We want acceptance and we want friendships and connections. And that's a totally normal human desire and a human need. And it shouldn't be shamed unless you are craving that attention so much that if you don't get it, you feel like the worst piece of crap in the world. So that's where the line is drawn. You know, you need to be in that kind of a place where you have so much love and confidence for yourself that the attention from others is not what drives you and what keeps you happy and motivated. You have to find that motivation and love from within, but it's okay to enjoy getting attention from from others. It's a it's a human desire and a human need and it's normal. But um you know, I think people think well, we're just a bunch of narcissists and so self-centered and all we want to do is get as much attention as possible. But I think when you compare it to a singer, you know, maybe even somebody that's not necessarily a good singer, wanting to sing on stage, is that narcissistic? Should that be, you know, shamed? Like, how sad would that be if if that were a bad, such a bad thing that we all thought was so evil and bad that everybody decided not to sing on stage. I mean, how sad would that be that we, we wouldn't have like Celine Dion and, you know, some of my favorite singers like Sarah McLaughlin and those types of people that had this burning desire to sing in front of millions of people. And it's not a bad thing. It's about being, bringing joy to others, about letting your light shine on others so that we can all shine. And how when you listen to an inspirational song and how it makes you feel so good, and basically that's what we want to be doing. That's what we should be using social media for and for 
posting and hopefully we do have the desire to brighten someone's day, to shine light on others and to give others permission to be authentic and to be open about your life. And I know another thing that people think is um, upsetting is the fact that most people in general post their best pictures, their perfect, beautiful pictures and trying to, well, they say that we're trying to make our lives look perfect and show off all the perfection of our lives. But in my opinion, I don't think it's a bad thing for people to post their most beautiful, best pictures, their highlight reel. What is so bad about that? First of all, Nobody really wants to get on social media and hear everybody's sob stories and hear everybody complaining and hear about their fights that they are having, how much they are having, you know, how much resentment they have towards certain people because we want to feel positive. We want to see that there's good in the world and we also want to respect the privacy of others. But I do believe that it is great and admirable when people do get on and share really personal, sensitive topics. But I think there's a time and a place. I think it's best to share those stories after you have come out of it a bit and if you can respect the privacy of others at the same time. So you just need to remember that it's great to see people being authentic and sharing personal stories, but it can't. you can't always expect that because... You know, it could be a very hurtful thing if we all got on social media and started sharing our most personal experiences. So I believe in sharing authentic stories and your real life situations and experiences. And I think there is a way to do it where you can reach others and connect with others and really allow others to feel as though that they're not alone. You know, I I once heard that the best thing you can say to somebody is me too, right? Because sometimes we just want to know that we're not the only ones that have felt that or experienced that. And we just want to know that we're not crazy and we're not alone. Okay. So about the negative comments that I got last week, ultimately it's not, it it has not affected me as much as I thought it would, but it just kind of made me aware of these things that are going on. And how people can easily become a target and how cyberbullying starts. So basically, I had done a campaign with a brand. I, I created a video with probiotics and um, talking about how much I love probiotics. And you guys know that that's authentic. That's real. I talk about probiotics a lot. And I have talked about kom- kombucha and kefir and fermented foods for a few years now. And so I've been very passionate about Um, probiotics and the importance of probiotics. So I did this campaign with this brand and I created a video and I was really proud of it. I thought I did a great job. And then um, they used that video as one of their ads, which ended up reaching way more people than I do with my blog and my my, um, social media following. It, It reached, you know, hundreds of thousands of people because of because they had paid for it on on Facebook to be as used as an ad an ad and um so it wasn't people that actually follow me and know me uh, or know anything about me and all of a sudden they felt like they could you know pick me apart and 
But honestly, it it didn't bother me (laughs) the way I I thought it would and the way it would have in the past. But um, I just thought it might be interesting for you guys to know that it does, these types of things happen to a lot of people. And I don't think that anyone's free of those negative comments and from people picking you apart and they're, you know, being free with their opinions and being harsh with their words. And basically what they were saying was that, it was like, it was as if one person left a mean comment and I didn't even see this. Otherwise I would delete them because I, you know, I'm, I have the power to do that. I can delete those negative comments, but I was, I didn't, I didn't, um, see those comments for a while. And then when I went and checked all the comments, I had seen like 10 of them in a row from 10 different people. It was as if one person said the mean comment and then everybody kind of jumped on board like, yeah, it's okay. Let's, let's like bash this girl. So they were just saying like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe she talks about health and probiotics when she bleaches her hair and look at her. It's obviously not helping her skin and look at her fried hair and like just mean things like that. And, um, I read them and I was just like, wow, I can't believe that, you know, these women would be so mean. And it was funny cause I, I clicked on one of the girl's profiles just curious to know, you know, like what type of people would be so cruel. And her big header on Facebook said, haters can't get me down when, or haters can't affect you when you have your love glasses on or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's a, she's a hater. And she's saying how she's saying how she haters can't get her down, but her, she herself is one of the haters. <laughs> so I just thought it was very interesting, which is brings up another point that people that are mean to others is they're usually very unhappy with their own lives, right? I mean, why else? If you're so in love with your own life and so happy and feeling fulfilled, why on earth would you even feel motivated to say something mean to others? I don't think it's it's something that we feel when we're happy and content in our own lives. Obviously, hate stems from hate. So if they hate themselves, they're going to hate others. If they hate their lives, they're going to see others' lives as as bad. You know, they're going to figure out a way to bring others down with them, right? We all, we all know that's misery loves company. Like I said, eight years ago, I had received some mean comments and I got really sad and upset about it. And I just like, but I want everybody to like me. Like, oh my gosh, I, I'm so stupid for saying that. Why did I say that? Why did I do that? And I was so hard on myself. But I now am finally grasping the concept a little more that other people's opinions about you have nothing to do with you. So I truly believe that. And I am finally starting to grasp it. I mean, we hear it all the time, but it's, it's one thing to hear something and to know something, but to actually be able to implement it in your life, that takes time. (laughs) You know, that's why repetition is so important. We, we must, keep learning. We got to keep reading, even though it feels like we're reading the same thing over and over and over. We got to keep reading it. We are, we got to keep reading all the goodness. I feel really good that I'm in this place that I can receive those many mean comments and not, and not be affected by it. Of course it does, 
you know, I'm still human and I have feelings. And so initially it's like, why would they say that? You know, like, yes, I bleached my hair. I'm not perfect. And, um, it kind of reminds me of the fact that I think when, when one person is passionate about something and teaches about something, they think that they should be perfect, you know, like, well, I think back when I started my blog and I was very sure to name my blog, the wannabe balanced mom. I didn't want anyone to put that kind of a pressure on me. Look at me as the balanced mom. I'm just a wannabe, just like everybody else. Nobody's perfect. We all want to be a certain way and we should be a little less judgmental and understanding that we are all on different paths. And I, I, yes, I bleach my hair and I know that's very toxic and not healthy, but I'm not at a place yet where I want to give up my blonde hair. I like my blonde hair. (laughs) And so one day maybe I will be a complete hippie and have natural everything, but I'm just not in that place yet. I'm just not there yet. And I'm okay with it because, um, and people can judge me for it. That's okay. But yeah, I think of that, of John Gray is is a great example. John Gray, the author, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. He used, you know, even back in his early years before he wrote his book, he used to teach on seminars on, on marriage and, and then with his first wife and then he ended up getting a divorce and now he's you know remarried and has his book out and everything but it's just you know you kind of initially you're like what he's been divorced like this love expert this marriage expert has actually been divorced we think that they're supposed to be perfect because they teach they teach something but I think honestly we you can be passionate about something and still not be perfect or the expert on it. You know, I, I wouldn't say that I'm the expert on probiotics, but I have taught a lot of classes on how to make kombucha and I, I'm very into health and nutrition and I coach people through cleansing and, you know, I talk a lot about living a healthy lifestyle, but I am not perfect. Even through these years of, of, um, teaching people how to cleanse and be healthy. There were years where I was drinking Diet Coke regularly. Now I don't drink any Diet Coke. I drink kombucha instead. And that was my, my step, you know, like I, I was able to quit Diet Coke and move to kombucha as a healthier alternative. But over the course of this time, this period of time where I have been teaching people and coaching people, I've evolved myself in my own life and, and what I do. And so I just, I'm proud of that. And I think we should all just recognize that in others and know that we are all on different paths and um, we can't judge people so harshly because they're not perfect in, in whatever it is that they're trying to teach. I just hope, especially you guys who actually follow me and read my blog and everything that you can see that about me and know that I love teaching personal development and health and how to live a better lifestyle and become the best version of yourself. I'm very passionate about it because that's what I want to do with my own life. And so I'm going to teach it as I work on myself at the same time and just know that I am no expert, but I love sharing these messages. I really want to be an instrument in God's hands. When I, there was a time where I stopped blogging and I stopped doing social media 
and I was really negatively affected by it, not by um, the reasons you may think, but I think I felt like, um, well, basically I just was too consumed by everything and felt so much pressure to have my blog a certain way. And so I blogged for three, uh, two years and then I took three, year, three years off, which was very um, necessary for me. This was my path. I needed to take the three years off. I was homeschooling. I was having babies and it was very necessary. And I'm so glad that I did, did actually step away from my blog. Sometimes I look back at it and be like, oh my gosh, I could have been so much further ahead if I never quit. But it was a it was my path. It was something that I needed and it helped me see things a little more clearly. And I realized that when I'm not putting, when I'm not taking a little time to do things like this, which, which is, you know, things that I'm passionate about and sharing these things, I'm feeling somewhat lost and bored, I guess you could say, in my life. Even though I'm so busy doing all this homeschool stuff, I felt like there was a part of me that just needed more and I couldn't figure out what it was. And I finally figured out that, yes, it is blogging. I need to get back into blogging, but in a different way. And I came back stronger and a better a better me this time when I came back to blogging. I think it's been almost three years now since I've been back again. But I I needed that time to really reflect and realize that this is the path that I feel good being on. And I feel like I am being used as an instrument in God's hands. Um, and some may judge me as well, thinking like, well, motherhood is the most important job you could ever have, which I totally agree. That's why my blog, again, is called Wanna Be Balanced. <laughs> because, and want to be balanced mom, because I really understand that my, my responsibility and my job as a mother is the most important, but being one of the best gifts you can give your child is a happy, healthy mother. And I realized that me, in order for me to feel happy and more excited about life was for me to take some time each week to do these types of things, to do things that I love and to read and to really work on personal development and to share them. And to, and so I realized that that was a a huge thing that I needed for myself. And I'm consciously working on maintaining a good balance with my role as a mother, but also becoming the best version of myself so that I can be the best mother for my children. And I love to see the progress that I've made in myself by doing hard things, like what I'm doing by um, writing blog posts and you you do these live videos. If you've been following me for a while, you know that this was not an easy thing for me to do when I first started doing live videos back when I started on Periscope like two or three years ago. I can't even remember now, but I was so nervous and I, but I felt that desire in my heart that I wanted to do it, even though it didn't feel natural to me. I stumbled on my words I didn't, I had to like practically memorize what I was going to say because I was so nervous, but I just knew that that's what I needed to do and I needed to overcome it and I needed to get better at it. And so by, by being consistent with this, I see the growth and I see how I'm becoming a better me. And, and I hope in the process, I'm helping others and giving others the permission to do the same. 
But thanks again for coming on, you guys, and I will see you guys next week and every day on Instagram and Insta stories. Love you guys.